Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 137 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live talk show and podcast brought to you by Just Thrive Probiotics. I'm Tiffany and Dana and I'm Dana here shortly. <laughs> Good morning. That was a little bit of a pickle. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just don't know. Sometimes I don't know. Life just throws you curveballs. So here I am on my cell phone instead of my cool setup. I don't know what's going on. I got two well, good morning. MacBook Pros in front of me, and for some reason, it's just not working. I don't know what's going on. So we're just moving on. Moving on. I mean, all this expensive <laughs> stuff in front of me, and none of it's working. So I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. <laughs> right? That's the way, that's the way it always works, right? The- you got to go to the simple things. So I just picked up my cell phone and called in. So here I am. Uh, today we are talking with Dr. Kim D. Aramo, a physician, best-selling author of the Mind Body Toolkit and founder of the American Institute of Mind Body Medicine, about igniting the body's innate capacity to heal itself. So excited! Very cool. Have you seen her website? She's got some fabulous books. This is going to be a great show. I have, and I just posted her little intro video, which is amazing to actually have a conventionally trained MD, trained as a DO as well, that, that understands this innate capacity to heal is is amazing, is amazing. So I know I, for one, am super, super excited about talking to her today, that's for sure. Real quickly, we, wa- we would love to have you check out thriveprobiotic.com. Our sponsor for the radio show, a very unique, spore-based, verified-to-survive gastric acid, gluten, dairy, sugar-free, non-GMO, all of the mandatory minimums for any probiotic, uh, and proven, actually proven, to reduce endotoxins, triglycerides, and symptoms of leaky gut. That's huge. They're very unique. We are utterly honored to have them as our sponsor for the show. It took us a long time to, to choose one, so... Absolutely, please check them out, thriveprobiotic.com. Yeah, and really quickly, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, check out uh, our new um, website, membership site. It does have some wonderful free content on there as well, Thyroid Refresh. It's really different from anything that's out there, so check it out. Absolutely, and it doesn't look like she's with us quite yet. So how are you today, honey? I'm good. You know, that's always an adrenaline spike there when you're trying to connect to your show and it won't let you. So, you know, now I'm awake. So I'm wide awake. Right? Uh, absolutely. I'm doing pretty good. I'll just ditto that. Not necessarily a a good, yeah. I'm doing a little shaking right now, but I'm sure it'll pass. Uh-huh. Um, and you had Big Bear yesterday, so how was that? I did, very good. Lots of people and um, love talking to them about aromatherapy, essential oils, herbs, and thyroid. And um, yeah, I bet you always. You said you always had a line around the corner. So how was it? Pretty much. <laughs> there was a. Yeah, lots of lots of questions. I mean, I think it's great because people get an opportunity to meet me, and I think that's really important to to resonate with anybody that you're getting information from. And and you know, I think we should, you know, even as patients, we should quiz more doctors about resonation and how they believe. And um, I think that's very important to have somebody that resonates with you as you know, guiding you in your health journey. So oh, I think really that's important, important as well with people you're talking to, huh? That's really important. And I feel like um, we would get that a lot from, you know, if Kim was our doctor, Dr. Uh, Dr. Diarimo. Um, and what I, what's really neat for me is her Facebook Live for her videos, for clips and things, because you do get to kind of see a little bit about them. Right. Don't you wish you could do that with, you know, with your doctor before you, like, you know, went in and, had no idea what they sounded like or if you resonated with them, like you said. I think it would be really neat Absolutely. if everybody had a video, right? I think that would be fabulous. Absolutely. Yeah. I I mean, I do. I think, of course, you know, for a physician, it would probably be very hard 
you know, to schedule those types of appointments, kind of a meet and greet, so to speak, um, mm-hmm. you know, where you could, you know, get to know them. And, of course, there's an energy exchange with, with every human being, whether it's a friend, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a physician or a lawyer or whatever. There's a certain amount of, well, not a certain amount, there's a quite a bit of energy exchange that takes place that I think is very important. You know, I think that we really, you know, unfortunately we don't listen to that enough. You know what I mean? When you're getting a new job, you should resonate with the workplace and the coworkers, and you know, I think all of those all of those factors are are you know more important than we actually give them credit for. We really need to do that, you know. And sometimes we need to shake hands and say thank you very much for your time, and we need to continue to look for another job or another physician or you know. Um, I think that's really important in life. I, I, it's, that you know. desperation. it's that desperation thing, you know. It's like, well, like someone else, I might as well take this, you know, and uh, the settling thing. And if we just had the, I don't know, the reserve or whatever, you know, to keep going. Sometimes you're just so sick and tired you can't, you know. But if we could, right. it would be a perfect world, right? Well, right, I mean, how many people, if you sat with me at at the farmer's market, you would just die at how many people don't know if they're autoimmune, thyroid, you know, they they simply, their doctor simply stops with a TSH or T4, you know, um, and they're they're left with, you know, so many other questions or not feeling well, and, you know, then then it's as simple as, well, your TSH is within range, and, you know, things look good, and, you know, go about your way. And then they leave the doctor's office and are upset and crying and still feel ill. You know, I mean, it would you would just die if you knew how many people. I mean, I think people should make a questionnaire headed into a doctor's appointment for the first time, a new doctor. You know, can natural desiccated thyroid be part of the conversation? Will you test my B12, vitamin D, my ferritin? You know, will you address inflammation? Will you help me with this and that and this and that? And if they check everything off and you've got no... You know, will you test, you know, total free T3, reverse T3 if if necessary? I mean, most doctors have to do this in a series of, um, you know, it's not like they're going to just, you know, some insurances prevent physicians, which is why so many docs have gone to concierge medicine. The insurance is what prevents them from testing the whole enchilada at once. You know what I mean? That's why when I see a lot of these websites that have this, you know, 25, you know, blood tests at one shot, you know, most doctors are going to be like, I can't do that. You know, it's not just they can't and they're not willing to. It's that there's insurance limitations that have to, to do this in a series of ruling things out. So I get that. But, you know, that conversation of will you, if this is indicated, continue about, you know, doing and utilizing these things as tools to help me, you know, figure out where I am. And, you know, if that's a no, then you don't belong there. You know what I'm saying? Right. That is a resonation thing. That's resonating with your physician. On these are all factors to, that that are involved in my in my wellness journey. And if they're not, well, if they can't, or they're not willing to do that, you don't need to be there. That's when you fire your doctor and thank them for their time, and you leave and you continue your search. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think she's with us. What I was going to say really quickly is the problem with all of that wonderfulness that you just said is that most people don't know those questions to ask. They so, don't know that. Without, without further ado, uh, let's grab Let's get this right thyroid nation thriving. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Can Hi, you hear us Kim okay? Ramo. Yes, I can. I'm glad we, we hooked up. <laughs> well, welcome, Dr. Kim. How are you this morning? I'm great. Super excited to to connect with you guys and and be a part of what you're doing. Well, we are incredibly excited to talk with you. I mean, an MD and a DO and someone that understands, you know, the body's innate ability to heal is like is like the coolest thing ever. We're going to clone you. <laughs> you're one of our clonable doctors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'll use the other clones to help take care of things around here, too. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We can make you a whole series of people. Well, it's just that we wish wish that every 
every person had the ability to have a physician like you. What a gift. That's where we're going, you know. It's going it's changing. The world is definitely changing. I think one of the major things that has to happen is that physicians become open to looking at new perspectives and new ways of doing things and new ways of seeing things. And I think when that happens, there'll be more collaboration and more of an understanding and willingness to look at instead of just looking at, you know, what we're taught in medical school about pathology. Dr. Kim, you're you're breaking up quite a bit. Can can you hear us okay? Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know, maybe it's a little sketchy. Can you hear me? Yeah. I yes, can I can hear you clearly. I okay. can hear you clearly now. Yeah, don't move. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was saying that the direction medicine is is going to go where uh-oh. Whoops, we've, we lost you. we've lost we've lost you again. It sounds huh. like you're you're breaking up. All right, yeah, let me go downstairs. Maybe something funny. You're pretty clear yeah, right I, where you're standing. Don't move. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I haven't <laughs> I haven't I haven't moved, but we'll see how it goes, right? <laughs> Yeah. Right, and I I totally agree. We have to we have to stay positive about, you know, and I know that you talk a lot about that. You're going to see what you look for, right? So if we're constantly frustrated with medicine, we're going to see and magnify the frustration rather than saying this is the way that it's going. This is exciting. You know, stay positive. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's keep looking for the changes that we're seeing that are huge. Yeah, well, it really, it will require that outlook because I know a lot of people, including myself, I had a big chip on my shoulder about the the medical industry. And then, you know, when I required a C-section for my first delivery, I had to just open up to receive that that assistance and, like, get the chip off my shoulder and be able to receive what I could receive. But, you know, it will also require openness on the part of the medical staff or, or just individual doctors, really not the establishment. I don't think that's ever going to change. I think it will be individual doctors awakening to something bigger, uh, allowing themselves to consider new perspectives. And then we'll create a new medical platform, a new foundation, a new establishment that's really founded on what makes the body heal and how can we assist that? Right. And, you know, just a kind of a shout out to all the docs out there. Uh, I hope that this is okay. But, you know, I think patients automatically assume that all of our physicians are super happy and wealthy and doing well and, and just kind of running through their patients through the day. But like physician suicide and there's a lot of, of depression and frustration and uh, amongst physicians that I think is really important for patients to also understand that you guys, many of physicians, are very, very frustrated with the circumstances. It's a hard system to operate in, which is why I've chosen to leave it entirely and create my own platform and begin assisting people the way that I want to assist people at drkimd.com. It's like I operate online. I can see people on Skype. I can see people all over the world, but I can do what I know is really going to contribute to them. When I was in that system, it didn't matter what a good person I was. It was still, I was operating differently in that system because that's, it's kind of like what's required for me to get through this day. Okay, I get a B fast. I'm like short with people. It's like I'm not present to myself. I'm not present to my body. And I did the best I could while I was still in the emergency room and seeing patients. But I realized, like, okay, I have to choose to step out of this if I really want to do what I know I'm here to be for others. Exactly. So I, I think do a lot of mind, doctors we are, always, are products of that. Right, right. And then they, then it's just kind of like a, a, a mill where you just you get so busy so quickly that, you know, keeping up with everything and, and is, you know, and then you're off, Right. Yeah, and so you're often you mind like, we oh my always... gosh, I want to see my kids or do what I want to do, and they don't have time to feed themselves, let alone feed their family, right. you know, like to really nurture so they're not operating in, in a place. You know, my husband always says, he's, a, he's an, a physician as well, he says, you know, the medical establishment's got these two people that come together for that appointment, and neither of them really want to be there. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I worked worked with physicians for years, and people don't understand, you know, that they basically eat, 
you know, eat lunch on the run to rounds. And, I mean, their entire life is like one big whirlwind, you know. The fact yeah, that they're present at all is an enormous yes. gift, you know what I mean? And they're, we're hardly oh. present at all in that system. But, yeah, it's like, how have we survived this long? Yeah, right? no. no. And how how is the system still operating way you know you watch these tv shows the resident and things like that and and the the surgeons are really sleepy and they're like you know well you're the only one that's here and we need this emergency operation so you got to do it you know i'm sure it's extreme in that situation and they have rules and regulations i'm just amazed that we are still operating um the way we are in this in this system so it's kind of interesting and fabulous that that you've decided to step out of it and do it your own way. Um, I'm actually with someone who's a, a concierge, you know, type of functional MD as well. So I kind of, um, I kind of like it because he spends time with me and he talks to me and he is present with me and uh, we actually stand up in his office. Yes. Yeah. The new system cool. we're moving into is going to require all of us to take responsibility physicians and myself to take responsibility for how I'm operating and, and what I'm doing and how I'm functioning and what will deliver the most. And then to, to individuals to seek out the resources that really fit us. And, you know, if you do have to engage in the system to do it in a way that works for you, meaning, okay, I'm going to go to this appointment and maybe I'm going to have that cyst removed, but I don't need to buy into who this person is or what they say is true and not true or believe their belief system, I can just use it for the way it's right for me and take that, you know, okay, that's an interesting point of view. I need to be on medication the rest of my life. Okay, that's your point of view. I'm going to consider that and maybe it's a fit for me. Maybe it's not a fit for me, but I don't need to make that physician right or wrong because I'm making them God and thinking, they're making decisions for me and they're right and they said this and therefore it's true so they should be doing it differently it's like wait a minute let me take responsibility for what I know is required for me and use these resources wisely that's so brilliant we couldn't have said that any better we're just gonna that's a flower field right there Well, well, you know, I just had a – oh, sorry, we're overlapping a little because I think there's a time lapse. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. You go ahead. We always – Well, I just delivered my – yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's Radio. Go ahead. (laughs) I I just delivered our second child, and we would go to the – the appointments with the obstetrician and our first pregnancy, I had a midwife, so it was a completely different experience. But after having had a C-section then, you know, my husband and I thought, well, let's, you know, we'll go in with the regular medical route where we live. Doctors are much more open anyway. We'll probably move through that pretty well, but each appointment was still, you know, in that system. They kind of shuffle you in and okay, we're going to get your weight. We're going to get these numbers. Okay, great. You're going to wait in this room. Okay, here you go. And they're, kind of typing on the computer with their back to you. Oh, have you had any bleeding? Oh, have you had any of these symptoms? Right. And then they, you know, exit the room and the doctor comes in and my husband would always turn to me and say, I can't believe people are talking in the, in the medical system with their back to you. I mean, don't they realize like this is so contrary to what we're trying to create and connecting and having, you know, having someone feel welcome and having health happen and having a conversation happen. So after like the third time I was like, okay, I'm not going to bring you to these appointments anymore if you're still going to (laughs) be operating that way because this is the system we're in, and the system is what it is, and we can either use it in the way that we want to use it and and know that it's not our everything, or we can complain about it. And he's like, you're absolutely right. You know, let's go in, and we know it's going to be limited in the way it's limited, but we have chosen to do this for our own reasons. We could reevaluate that at any time. But it's still a fit. So let's just kind of take what we get and work within it in a way that's right for us, knowing that, you know, it's not the be-all, end-all. It's not our whole picture. I was also consulting with a midwife when I had questions about things like supplements or, hey, I have low energy. Is there something I could do? I know the MD is going to say, oh, no, you're fine. It's part of pregnancy. And, I've, you know, as long as you're not anemic or as long as you're not having any issues medically, that's all they're going to offer me. So am I going to complain about that or am I going to seek a resource that can give me what I need? So I just kind of resourced myself all over (laughs) 
to, to be sure that I was nurtured and, and had my questions answered. I have visions of birthing centers, these gorgeous birthing centers where there's midwives and water baths and all of these options. And then you have, you know, doctors, you know, trained doctors waiting in the wings to assist or intervene when that, you know what I mean? Like a a whole guidance. I have visions of amazing birthing centers that that. that everyone deserves. Yeah. (laughs) I know, but they're not enough. But it's not our mainstream yet. It, it will be right. because it's smart. I it think makes so. sense. We have better outcomes, and research has shown women do better. They recover better. Babies do better. So it's smart. We'll, we'll move in that direction. But, yeah, it's a, it's a little tricky right now um, when we're navigating a system that isn't necessarily giving us what we really need. Let's, we'll let's get there. Start, before we move on, let's, um, I want to hear your story. You have an amazing story. Will you share amazing. that a little bit yeah. with everybody? When I was in medical school, I had um, already very open-minded, understood the mind-body connection that, you know, how we think and how we feel creates a chemical response that impacts our health. And when I started getting symptoms, you know, we were studying pathology and disease, and that was my focus of attention. And so being really energy sensitive, my body started exhibiting all of these crazy symptoms. And like month after month, it was every system we were studying you know, cardiovascular, I developed heart palpitations, shortness of breath, a heart murmur, like all these crazy things. And the digestive system, I was constipated. And my mom finally said to me, um, because I was asking her, Mom, I need some help here. What should I do? She's like, well, aren't you you working with doctors every day? Can they help you? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, there are doctors teaching us every day. And actually, the doctors that are here this week are from the digestive, you know, they're GI doctors. And that's when I put it together, that my body was responding to everything I was focusing on. Um, But it was like after the second year of medical school where I developed this autoimmune illness. or I didn't know it was an autoimmune illness. I felt like really bad. I had chronic fatigue. I had, um, you know, digestive problems and couldn't eat certain foods. Um, I had a lot of pain, like severe, like a fibromyalgia kind of picture. And I tried everything and doctor to doctor. And I know this is the frustration of so many people because we think they have the answers that we're looking for. But for these chronic illnesses, we really don't have great solutions. Like if you haven't noticed, right, chronic illness, okay, you're going to be on medication the rest of your life and you're still diabetic and you're still high, high blood pressure and you're still obese and you're still fill in the blank with that chronic disease. Um, It's really only in the world outside conventional medicine that we have seen people heal from virtually every illness known to man, including cancer. But we're still not really looking in that direction medically as to how's that happening and how can we support it? We're really looking at, um, you know, what pharmaceutical have I learned I can give to fix this? So what happened for me with this kind of chronic picture as I finally got this diagnosis, you have all these autoimmune illnesses and a rare form of late onset juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. It was like the specific flavor of me, right? It was so, such a specific diagnosis that it was like my, my mom used to say when I was a little kid, you have kidneyitis. It's like, <laughs> this, is, this is your thing and it's unique to you and I can't figure you out. So it was really then that I said, I don't even believe in this. This is not my truth. This is not my solution. I'm not going to buy it that all of a sudden I need all these medications where a couple years ago I was perfectly healthy and I wasn't inflamed. So I started to look at why am I so inflamed? You know, I, I reacted to everything they injected up and down to do the allergy testing. I was like, wait, why is my body so inflamed? And looking at what was going on from the perspective of what's right about this and not what's wrong with me. And that's really when everything changed. I began stopping looking at, you know, I felt like a victim. What's wrong with me? Why is this happening to me? Oh my gosh, I feel so powerless. And started to come more into what's right about this I'm not getting and what does my body require? And that was, you know, I have this story, like I healed this whole thing in 10 days and people are always like, how did you heal so fast? But I've seen this again and again and again that, when we release the old stuff we're holding, the limitations, the perspectives, the assumptions, the beliefs, the ways of seeing the body, that the physical body has the resilience to heal very, very quickly. 
sometimes immediately, sometimes days, maybe sometimes it's weeks, but it's not like months and years. The body can heal quickly. So I had no more pain. I had no more of the arthritis I was having. My energy came back. I could eat normal foods again. Like everything resolved. But it required this new relationship with my body. So that kind of took over the next weeks or months to really integrate that, stopping that inner fight of like trying to get better, overcome the fatigue or fight the disease. And that's what really allowed my body to come into harmony and to heal. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just wow. So what, what were some of the tools, Dr. Kim, that you actually utilized? I mean, did you just sit down and meditate about what, no. you know, like did you visualize <laughs> the illness attacking your body and, and try to figure out what, how did you do it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have known really how to do that or maybe had the patience either because I was in medical school. I was always on the go. It's like, yeah, let me sit down for an hour. That's not going to happen. Um, but this is what I wrote about in the Mind Body Toolkit, which is my first book that came out. These are the tools that I used and that I've assisted others with of how we create harmony in the body. So, so for example, one of them, um, you know, if you just relax your body right now and take a deep breath. And then feel what you feel. So this is like awareness. This is one of the things that I think probably the first thing that began to happen for me. When you feel your body, so just take a few deep breaths, let your shoulders relax. And when you let your shoulders relax, you will feel more. Like a lot of times we hold so much tension in the body and then we're approaching life to fix it. And that creates tension. And all of this disrupts our ability to feel and be aware of what's going on, to feel and be aware of what's happening within our body and to feel and be aware of what's happening around us or what's required or what's going to really contribute to us. And so when we don't have that awareness, we just operate from what we think. I think this is a good idea, so I should do that. I think that person's telling me I need that program. I'm going to buy that program. I think the, doc- oh, the doctor's telling me I need a medication. I'm going to take this medication. And we don't use our awareness. And, like, the body has its own wisdom, and it knows what's going on and what's required. So even if we just relax 2% more and breathe 2% more slowly and fully, we will access a massive amount of greater awareness. So the first thing that happened was um, I was willing to operate from my awareness of what I knew rather than what I think because my fear was driving what I think. I think there's a major, you know, illness and I'm never going to be okay. I think I really do need to be on medications because this is such a problem. I think my whole body is broken and messed up. Like there are a lot of things I thought that were creating the toxicity. I think I'm not enough. I need to do more. I need to achieve. I need to overcome. So when I was willing to let go of everything I thought about everything, I could let this wisdom come in. Okay, so I've got to go on a limb here because we have so many thyroid patients that that listen that are taking medications. Is it a slippery slope? I mean, yeah. Can you clarify that a little bit to a broad range of patients listening? Yes. So, um, you know, they told me your thyroid is having problems, you're going to need thyroid medication. Your adrenals are having problems, uh, which is the case for most thyroid patients, is that their adrenals are overrun right. and, and you need medications. And my awareness was, like, because I could feel like, oh, that just feels so off. It wasn't just that I didn't like it. It was that I knew it wasn't a fit for me. So it wasn't um, like the solution, oh, here's all your medications and here's everything you need to do, felt heavy. It, it didn't feel light it felt even heavier than the disease. And it was like, oh, that can't be my solution. There has to be something here for me that's, that's possible. And so um, I let myself just, even though I didn't understand it, just um, reside in that fluidity of like, what if there was something that could more easily happen? What if what's possible for me is beyond what they're telling me, is beyond what the doctor's idea about my thyroid, the doctor's idea about my body, but what if there's something possible in my body that I could allow? And I didn't have to know how. You know, you don't have to know how in the, the, this step. This is just the, 
open to possibility. So like step one is curiosity. What if there's something possible beyond what I thought was possible? So that's kind of like with the awareness practice, you've got to move into curiosity because when we're in conclusion, we're limited. The conclusion is I have thyroid disease and therefore, or I have this problem and therefore I'll always need medication or my genetic code is blah, 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 my family history and therefore X, Y, Z about me. So we buy into these conclusions and your body is listening. So guess what's going to manifest? And we've seen this. There's a whole science on this called epigenetics, that when we buy into a conclusion like that, it increases cortisol, first of all, because it's not our nature. It's not as fluid as what our nature, our body really wants. So our stress hormones get overrun, our adrenals start overrunning. And then what happens is, actually this will affect our genes. It will turn on the genes that manifest disease and it will turn off the genes that help us overcome disease. So your genes are listening. Your bodies, your cells are listening to everything you think and everything you buy into. So if we know this scientifically, we can begin to let ourselves have a little more openness, a little more curiosity about, ah, I wonder what would be possible if I were letting more freedom in, if I were letting more relaxation in, if I released everything I thought was going to happen, that's really scary, and just let something new come in. And even that alone, so that's like step one, even that alone will create greater health. Absolutely. I love this. I think it's, um, it's really important to be aware, and that's such a – one of those things people just aren't doing and they are looking for the simple answer in the pill and they aren't looking within. And so this is a, a really great conversation to have. You know, you're not saying that you know, everybody that's on medicine needs to stop taking their medicine today and, you know, just listen to their body. That's not what you're saying. You know, you're, it's, it's to become curious and to start paying attention and to believe that your body can and uh, move towards that. And I think that's, that's where we kind of all need to be eventually. I mean, wouldn't it be fabulous? Yes, I think it's where we are all inevitably moving because our nature guides us there. The more we resist this, the more pain and illness. The more we resist this, the more anxiety and fear. So eventually we will all move into something more fluid and kind of say, wait a minute. It's always like when things get really bad, that we're willing to take a look like, um, you know, I remember my first job out of college, I thought I needed to work for this woman and I was working at Brown university and I really want to get into medical school. And of course I had this idea. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I have to do more. And she was really abusive. And, and now I know it would be maybe like a bipolar manic depressive kind of a diagnosis, but I had no idea at the time. All I knew was this woman, I thought she was so successful and I need this job. And so I bent over backwards, but um, it was just really abusive. And after a year, I had to leave. It was like I couldn't even function in that climate. And I started making crazy mistakes that I'm like, how did I even do that? But my girlfriend said to me, um, well, it's a good thing she was as bad as she was, because if she was just kind of bad, you probably would have stayed another year. And I I realized, like, yeah, sometimes our greatest pain is our greatest gift because if it was just kind of bad, we'd still just keep along that same trajectory, you know, maybe a little Prozac and you barely notice the difference. But when things are like the bottom is falling out, I can no longer work. I can no longer take care of my kids. I can no longer get up in the morning. I hear it. It's a big wake-up call. Okay, life, what is it you really have for me? Okay, life, what is it that I can let go and let God, so to speak, and allow everything to be different and let go of everything I think I am and everything I thought was true and allow something higher? Hmm, that's profound right there. I mean, it really is. <laughs> it's amazing, you know, how many patients, everything looks perfect on paper. You know, labs are perfect. And they're still not well. Like we, Dan and I have talked about this a million times. There's, there's a spiritual component, a self-resonation, a, that innate ability to heal that you're talking about that, that gets muted. Do you know what I mean? And then people can look well, 
look well on paper even to a physician and yet are not they're the furthest thing from being well that for themselves that's very common too because the first signs of the quote-unquote illness is just a general contraction in the body where we feel bad so for example um you know, this morning I was taking care of my little baby. We have a little three-month-old, and I was answering some questions. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was answering some questions in Facebook, and I have a community called the Mind Body Community in Facebook, where you know there's the conversation about this, about how we heal. And I was answering this question, and I realized, like, oh, my, you know, my baby was kind of squirming around and crying, and I'm like, all right, let me get back to this later. And I felt really tense and contracted, like overwhelmed. And it was like, oh, I don't have enough time. Oh, I got to make sure I do this later. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. And I was like, wait a minute. I relax my body because I'm practicing awareness all the time. So it takes 10 seconds for me to be aware that I'm buying into this. And it's like, wait a minute, have all the time I need. I have everything I need. Where am I buying into this idea? What is this about that I'm rushed, that I'm overwhelmed? I'm not willing to operate in overwhelm. So I felt the contraction in my body of that overwhelm. And then I kind of could see like, oh, wait, it took a few breaths. And I realized like, oh, I've been really reluctant to like have my nanny come for extra hours. It's like, all right, I'm starting to call at 10. I have a client at 11. I have an interview at 12. Okay, come from 10 to 1. That's when I'm doing it. And then everything else, I'm trying to fit it into the spaces in between. Well, why am I doing that? Well, I had this idea that I really am not doing enough if I'm not the one taking care of him or if, you know, I shouldn't have the nanny come too much because I want to take care of him. I don't want to miss out or I, you know, I won't be there for my child, which isn't even true. Like, it's not true at all. We're talking about an hour, maybe, maybe three hours a week to give myself what I really need. And I was like, oh, wait, I have everything I need. And that's what I always remember when I'm contracted or anxious or tense is like him. You have everything you need. Where are you believing you don't? Because if I believe I don't, because my mother, she raised three of us, you know, my dad worked and she did everything, 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 cleaned the house, did the laundry, made the food, did the shopping, took care of all three of us. And so then in my mind, it's, I'm not enough if I'm not doing that way. Like, and I'm like, whoa, I'm ready to release the rest of that one. Cause I know I've released <laughs> a lot of that, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, this last little sniglet of it is ready to release today in this 10 seconds it's like oh wait so all I need to do is ask my nanny you know have someone come for that extra bit each week and I'm not rushed and I don't have to fit it all in to the you know time when she's here and can I give myself that because that's going to make me a better mom (laughs) you know that's going to make me a better wife that's going to all the things are going to come into place when I do it but the most important person that will serve is me you had a quote in your group uh, from the other day, a meme that you posted, when there is anxiety, fear, anger, remember and come back to serenity. Just breathe out the fear and let your natural straight state of harmony come back. I'm going to post that on my wall. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm going to yeah. paint yeah. that on my wall. In my <laughs> To remember that, you know, it's it's so true. Oh my gosh, you know, there are so many listeners that are listeners that are like shaking their heads in resonance, going, "This is so true." Like, what what is this magic finish line? (laughs) Yeah, this this is where illness comes from. Every single major chronic illness most Americans are dying from comes from this underlying process. It starts with that ten seconds. We're usually not aware of that. We're not aware of how off it feels like, Ooh, I feel overwhelmed. I feel bad. So like what happens is we live in that state. We keep buying into it. We keep going forward and we try to do more. So that throws our cortisol levels way high. It overruns our adrenal glands even more. And our thyroid can't work normally when our adrenals are overrun. So now we don't produce enough thyroid and you know, your thyroid stimulating hormone is like the pituitary trying to hit the thyroid, like thyroid, thyroid, you got to produce more. And so TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone from the pituitary, is, is going to rise. And the doctor will look at that and say, oh, well, you need thyroid hormone. Here's your drug of choice. This is what we're going to do. But that's not really the problem. The problem is that we're buying into something that's not true. So 
yes, it's going to ultimately create chronic fatigue syndrome. It's going to create thyroid disease. It's going to create chronic pain and fibromyalgia. It's going to create cancer, diabetes, fill in the blank. But the first 10 seconds of it can start with that awareness of like, wait a minute, I don't need to take that on. Let me release that. How can I let myself receive what I need? And so we don't need to wait until the lab results show an abnormality or cancer is detected on the CAT scan MRI and the biopsy. We can do this way, way further upstream when that imbalance first begins. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just breathing now. I know, right? <laughs> I'm it's, just trying to do, just... you know, what you're saying. <laughs> well, the reason we, we even overuse the medical community and trying to, like, do more labs, do more labs, figure it out, is because we aren't willing to know what we know. It's like I knew for two years there was something wrong in my body, right. but it took two years before it showed up on the labs, and the doctor could finally say, yes. There is something wrong with you. And it's like, why do I need that doctor to validate what I know within myself? And the reason was because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to fix it. I thought if I have that medical solution or kind of awareness, validation that there's something wrong, it would come with a solution. But guess what? It doesn't come with a solution. You could have all the diagnosticians tell you, yes, you do have chronic fatigue syndrome. Yes, you do have fibromyalgia. Yes, you do have thyroid disease. And none of them really be able to help you change that illness and restore health. So it didn't matter that they gave me this diagnosis. And that's why you could call it like a wastebasic diagnosis. Like, okay, thank you for the diagnosis, but you haven't really given me anything here, and I'm still in pain, and okay. And I think people... They get upset when they hear that because it's like, no, it's not a waste back to diagnosis. It's real. Yeah, the illness is real. It's just as real as anything. But as a diagnosis, it doesn't fit into the medical paradigm of cause and treatment, right? Okay, you have a diagnosis of, um, you know, you have arthritis, and now here's, here's what caused it, and here's how we're going to treat it. Maybe that will work for certain illnesses. Like if you have um, tonsillitis, okay, there's a bacteria, here's the antibiotic, take this pill, you're good to go. So you make a diagnosis, you have a treatment. But for things like arthritis, it's like, hmm, there's so many factors that created that inflammation. And then there's so many things. Yes, you could replace the joint, but most people aren't really having fluid function after that anyway. So we need a new model that understands what's really going on so that a diagnosis can be really meaningful and we can actually get help. Right, and so many things, like you said, can be addressed and and done. And you know, I mean, it blows my mind to this day with with you know thyroid treatment in particular that you know you just get put on medication, but there can be nutrient deficiencies or you know viruses or other things that that are still there yes, when you take the yes. medication. So yeah, okay, that may fix your TSH or you know, your T4 or your T3 or whatever, but that's still, or, you know, but it doesn't do anything for the autoimmunity or the nutrient deficiency or the virus, or it's like you're scratching your head going, wow, okay, so, all right, and we're we're good? Yeah, we're good. No, no, I'm not. I'm not not good. Well, that's why this approach is the most necessary thing is because can your body fight off that Lyme disease? Yeah, maybe a little antibiotic and you're good to go. But what happens usually is people, all the antibiotics in the world for a decade are not clearing that virus or that pathogen, Lyme disease is a spirochete. Why are they not clearing that pathogen? Well, because their entire system is so overrun that they only have this teeny little sliver of energy left over for basic housekeeping, like your immune system clearing up all the you know, yeast toxicity or the, the, the Lyme disease or, you know, whatever it is, fill in the blank. Your, your health has to be a part of the equation. Antibiotics only help your, your health. They support your health. If your health is limited, it's not coming through because you're in such a state of contraction or overwhelm or like buying into these identities of, oh, I have to do more, I have to go forward. Your health is shot. So nothing you do medically is going to really make the difference that it could make. Uh-huh. 
I'm I'm just in this just I'm in a constant flower yeah. field right now. It's your what you are saying is so incredibly it's just fluidly resonating every single cell in my body right now. <laughs> it really mm-hmm. is. And if you knew me, you'd be like, "Okay, so that's impressive." Because I'm such a like, you know, you need to know and, you know, because I've had a lot of, you know, pretty serious illness since childhood and, and I, I'm doing pretty well. I can't complain, but there's like this facet that I can't get beyond that's preventing me from healing. And, it, and, in, and instead of like saying, I need to know this and how does this work and blah, 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 I, you know, instead of really just tuning into my body and saying, how did we get here? Like, how, what, what is what's your issue? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, and it's, it prevents so many people from healing that just refusal to, to talk to yourself, to have that conversation with your own mind and body. Tune everyone else out. You know what I mean? Like it's a huge problem, especially in this well, information society. Such you know, a young I mean, age. Everything is just, yeah, right. It's awful, <laughs> and I wish everybody we're trained knew. not to know what we know. We're trained not to not listen to, know we to know. what we know. No, no. Listen to me instead. I'm going to tell you what you need to know. I'm going to tell you how you should act. I'm going to tell you what you should do. Like from childhood, we're trained not to listen to our wisdom, not to honor our wisdom, not to let ourselves know that's what we know. Awful. So <laughs> that's we get to practice back into it. Well, that's why I created the mind body toolkit the way I did. It's like, here are these practical tools you can use to play with, to practice your way back into knowing what you know, to practice your way back into releasing all the stuff you're holding and practice your way back into being in harmony in your body, like really simple. And I could have written a book to describe all the science and the research and the studies and here's how this works. But, and there is some of that in there, but I wanted to be like, so what do I do now? You know, okay, that's my mind, my body can heal itself. That's all well and good. How do, what do I do? And so the book is like a, what to do in any moment and how to play with this and how to create that harmony. And so there's these 10 tools that just, just allow you kind of introduce you back into your body. Can you give us a, a couple of those, um, if you don't mind? Yeah. So we talked about awareness. So just kind of like that body scan of take a few breaths and just relax to the best that you can and let yourself just scan through your body. And you could just ask, like, you know, first feel your body, feel your feet, take a breath, feel your hips, take a breath, feel your pelvis, this is, there's sort of these void spots where we have not brought a lot of awareness. And so people will tell me, I can't feel my body. I don't know what I'm feeling. I don't know what's going on. It's okay. Your brain has just repatterned itself to block out that awareness. The awareness is there. So it's just a matter of practicing like, oh, what do I feel in my pelvis? What do I feel in my belly? What do I feel in my body? It will begin to ignite those areas of the brain that are registering sensation in these areas. So you just kind of scan, feel your belly, and then feel your chest and your heart. Take a deep breath. And then coming up the body, feel your shoulders, your hands. And then feel your neck and your head. Good. And then just if you could just let everything go, known and unknown, that you're holding on to, just... (laughs) And then just take a breath and say, hey, body... How are you feeling? How are you doing right now? Just that alone, like, hi, body. Acknowledging your body is really huge because most of us are like, I don't have a body. I don't have a body. I'm just a thinking head. I know everything. I'm living up here. I'm already on it. I'm managing it all. And we don't realize that we're suppressing feeling. And pain is suppressed sensation. That's all it is. It's suppressed sensation. So what if I could like, oh, body, here you are. Let me let you be part of the equation and just like acknowledge, hey, body, and take a deep breath. And then you could scale for yourself on a scale of one to ten. How am I feeling? And ten is I feel amazing and fluid and light and free, just like you said a minute ago, like tingling all over. And one is, oh, my gosh, I want to get off the planet right now. I, I don't even think there's hope. 
and just acknowledge. It's okay to just acknowledge what you feel right now in this moment. Don't make it mean anything, okay? You're just feeling what you feel, just using pure awareness because if we make it mean something, it's like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I must need therapy. Oh, my God, I, need, I feel so bad. I must need medication. Like just for this 10 seconds, hi, body, what are, how are you feeling right now? And then I'm going to scale it 1 to 10. So maybe I'm like a 5. You just take a deep breath in and just tell your body, like, I see you. I feel you. I'm a 5. Okay, acknowledge I'm a 5. Breathe in and breathe out. Take two more breaths like that. Totally cool. There I am at five. Not a big deal. Not needing to make it mean anything. This is what I'm feeling right now. Maybe it's also physical sensation, pressure in my chest, fluttering in my belly. Okay, there it is. Flutter in my belly, inhaling, witnessing it, watching it, observe, exhaling. Okay, and after three breaths, you just reassess. Thanks, body. Okay, how are we feeling now? And I guarantee you, when you practice this, so just tell me what you, you notice, actually, before I even say that. Because awareness is healing. That is how health comes in, through our awareness. Usually we notice the body. Like for me, I would feel the pain and be like, oh, no, there it is again. Oh, my God, I feel so helpless. Oh, God, why do I still have this? I'm frustrated. I couldn't just witness the pain. I would witness the pain and trigger a reaction, witness the pain and trigger a response. And so I was keeping it in place. So what if I just like, oh, pain, I see you. Okay, there you are. I breathe in. This pain, I feel it. The sharp, dull, whatever it is. I breathe out. I witness this pain. There it is. Okay, so how do you feel after just, what was your number before, and how do you feel after the, the breathing with awareness? Better. Better. Definitely better. Mm-hmm. And and what do you want to share what the number was and what it was after? Yeah, well, for me, okay. I just started at. A, I was just going to say I started at a five, and I'm thinking, okay, well, I can do this. I'm definitely a six, and then we kept going, and I'm like, no, I think I can. I'm at a seven. I think I can do that. <laughs> awesome. And I and. I would say, of course, I was going a different direction. I was I started at a three and then, you know, would be down to zero. So seven to ten. <laughs> I'm not oh, normal. you use the scale um, in the opposite way? I use the scale opposite. You... Like if I was in this amount of pain or uh, like I would be at a three and then now I'm not in any. Does that make sense? Okay. I want the opposite Beautiful. direction. Beautiful, yes. Very, very common. Uh, well, I'm going to speak on one thing first. If we do go in the opposite direction and it's actually worse, um, that's because we're having more awareness. And pain energy will move to the degree that we allow it. And so if we're just aware, like, all right, there you are, pain, and we let it move, it can intensify before it releases. And it's okay to let that happen. Do three more breaths. Really witness, you know, if you did go from like a three down to a, a one, just really witness it. It will move because the healing happens through us, not from us. It doesn't happen from a doctor. It doesn't happen from I heal myself. It happens from allowing. So when we move through this, yes, we might have more awareness. It might feel more intense. Um, but if we just do another round of this awareness breathing, you will feel pain resolve either completely or significantly diminish and you'll feel lighter. This is no mild light point. This is the nidus of healing for every major illness we've ever seen medically. It is massive. It is the miracle of your body. Huh. Medical mindfulness. <laughs> it's right. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, I I gotta I gotta put you on the fryer, Doctor Kim, because I know that there's a ton of people listening. They're like, "Oh God, please ask her. Does that mean I don't have to be gluten free and I don't have to be dairy free and I don't have to be sugar free and I don't have to you know dine at this restaurant that uses pesticide free and any any food for thought." Uh, yes, 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 yes. On yes. that subject, uh, help us. Yes. Help us understand this. <laughs> okay. For me personally, I no longer have to be gluten-free. But the fact of the matter is, even though in this 10 seconds you can turn off the 
sort of igniting foundation for that illness. It might take a few days or a few weeks for all the physical parts of your body to fully restore themselves. So maybe it's, um, you know, okay, I'm not going to tolerate gluten right now, so I'm not going to eat gluten. But can I appreciate that my body can very well restore function so that my digestion is happening fluidly? Yeah, okay, let's hold out for that. But give it the time it needs before you're like, oh, I did this thing, and 10 seconds later I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop checking my blood sugar because I must not have diabetes anymore. It's like, wait, your physical body is in a greater density than the mental emotional body. So give it that extra few minutes. Give it that extra few hours or days. Maybe it's weeks. Um, it's typically not years. Um, the body usually does have, once it gets what it needs, enough to restore itself, has energy enough to restore itself. Um, but, it, you know, everyone is different. It might take longer for you. But if you're patient and gentle and generous with yourself, it will move more fluidly. If you're expectant and, all right, I, you know, like I was, why it took me two years to get this, um, whip myself into shape, I should be better than this, you know, you're actually compounding the problem, not creating the solution. So, gen, gen, like, honor what your body requires right now, but know that that will change every day as you receive what you need. So, no, you will not always have to be gluten intolerant, but I don't know, maybe for you it is a lifetime thing, and is it going to be a big deal? Well, I'll tell you, you'll have what you need to do it in fluidity, so it's not a burden, it's not a problem, it's not a, um, you know, like a life sentence. It's like, all right, this is what I do to love and nurture myself. So you'll at least have what you need to do it more fluidly, but for most people, they can restore digestive function to the degree that they can tolerate foods again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I just gave mm-hmm. you an enormous virtual hug and kiss right there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Release the burden. Right. Oh, my gosh. I'm a fan. I'm looking at the book too. Twelve bucks. Try twelve bucks on Amazon. Twelve buck paperback. I've put mine in my cart. Gonna purchase it right after we get off the show. I am I'm there. I'm ready. My mind body toolkit. Thank you. Uh, I know that sounds welcome. stupid. But no. it's 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 the it's one of those things where it's so much simpler than we give it credit for this is built in you already have it we just don't use it <laughs> yes you do you right do have it yes yes and and you know what since and we're you live think, i want to share with yeah go ahead go ahead no go ahead <laughs> well i want to share that in three minutes i'm starting a facebook live that i do every week called mind body tv and they can go to um my page dr kim Duramo on Facebook or go into the mind body community and we'll be sharing in there so they can join me live um, at 11 o'clock. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Would you say, say your name really quickly again? Cause I don't think I said it correctly. It's Dr. Kim Duramo. The site is Dr. Kim D. Dr. Kim is the site. Uh, but I will okay. be live in, in a few minutes on the mind body community. So um, people can, awesome. can find me over there too. Well, we want to give well, you time will. to breathe in between really quick yes. before we let you go, and we'll tell everybody again where to find you. What's new on the horizon? A new book, Enjoying <gasps> the Baby? Ooh, where is yes. Dr. Kim today? <laughs> I am loving my new little baby and having an amazing time with him. I am writing my next book, and I am super, super excited about what this is going to be because um, I don't know if you've ever read a book that um, just by the reading of it brings you into greater harmony. Like hopefully listening here today, even if you didn't do anything or learn something, um, it's really like as you listen to someone who's in serenity, when they speak, it brings you into serenity. And so I remember reading Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now. I read it for like the, the fourth time when I was breastfeeding my first child six years ago. And when just reading a page of it, would bring me into the, such a high, a heightened state of awe, a heightened state of sheer love. And it's not information. Like you finish that book and you're like, what was it about? I have absolutely <laughs> no idea because it's not information. It's not about the mind. It's a harmonic and it brings you into this um, state of serenity and state of greater um, consciousness. 
And so I have always known that I have more wisdom that's ready to come through beyond what's in my first book. Um, it, the Instant Elevation is a program I created. It's an online program that walks you through the tools that we're sharing here today and brings you into a really deep integration of this. Um, and that's available on the site too. But when I created that, I didn't think about what I was going to say. I didn't think about what do people want to hear. Like it wasn't from the mind. It was really from the heart. And so I was really inspired to write this book from the heart to let wisdom flow through. And there are so many amazing people, you know, publishing the book and helping me create the book. It's like really, really fluid. So it's not the, oh, I'm going to feed my baby and write a book at the same time. Like, it's total opposite of that. Right, right. I'm in a lot of flow. I'm like not willing to operate in overwhelm and a book like this can't be created from that anyway. So um, that's something I'm really excited about. If people are subscribed at drkimd.com, they'll certainly receive, um, you know, the invitations to the live broadcast that I do. And when we have the book ready, you'll receive an invitation for that as well. And we'll have to have you back on the show, but we know you have to go right now. So thank you so much. It was nice to meet you. And, you know, I'm in Colorado Springs, so I might just have to head oh, over there and see you sometime cool. soon. Oh, well, we have right? a retreat coming up in Durango. I do group retreats, and we have, um, you know, between five and ten women that will come. Ooh. And we have one coming at the end of May. There's a spot available for that if anyone is wanting to step into that um, we still have a spot that is available. Otherwise, it's, it's already a beautiful, beautiful um, group that's getting together. But these have been really, really powerful, transmutive experiences for the people who've received retreats with me in the past. So we could certainly put the invitation out for that. That um, information is at drkimd.com forward slash retreat. And if that resonates with you, you are very welcome to drive on down. <laughs> Ooh, and I might well, just I come will. from Joshua Tree. <laughs> I'll grab Dana <laughs> and we'll go together. That's right. Thank you so much. Have a great, great right. uh, Facebook Live, and we'll try and join you. Thanks so much. All right. Lots much of love. love and light. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> she just took the top slot. This, no. this is where I am. This is where I am in my 49-year healing journey. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it 150% that this is the X factor in healing. I do. I do. I do. I got it. <laughs> Serious. I love it. I'm so glad because I know that you have your, you know, your a little bit of a wall put up because you kind of try to blend to both sides, you know, uh, conventional medicine and, and integrative medicine. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad. And, and I know you're at this spot right now and I'm kind of getting there too. You know, we are basically the same age, so it makes sense. Right. I mean, it's that, you know, you know, I often feel like, I often feel like the lady in Indiana Jones, the movie, the German lady that says, <laughs> I want to know, right and then her head explodes she explodes right right it's 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 not knowing other things it's uh-huh. it's knowing it's knowing yourself like uh, yeah yeah no or I, knowing I'm what there. you already know you know or knowing what you already know exactly right Re- yeah. reigniting that intuition and that self knowledge and you know i do think i've i've had a certain level of that Otherwise, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't be sitting here. But I think it's it's just, it's much deeper. Like, that is that is the key, right? All of these behaviors and and preconceived notions and all these things we have that are part of, you know, fuel for, for this illness. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever illness, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Just Just bought her book. 12 bucks, people. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Change the mindset. If you're uh, if you are just stuck in a hole and feel like you can't climb out and this is something that's never really been a, a tool or something for you, buy it, read it and uh-huh. and absorb it. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Right? Do uh-huh. something different today. Make one step to do something different today that's outside of these learned behaviors and 
and repetitive bad habits and you know what I mean, being angry and upset or feel like you're whatever it is, right? What something different. Change it up. That's right. We're right? in. We're in like when. We're in. Let's go to one of her yes, retreats. I'm gonna come by and grab you. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, well that was a wonderful uh-huh. show and as always we want to thank our listeners. If you get a free minute and like our show, we'd love a review on iTunes. And while you're there, you can download past shows that you might have missed. Of course, we're on. Please and thank you. Are you still there? Yeah. Did you Did you hear me? You sounded like you cut out. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Uh, it could have been. No, I'm that's on okay. And a very, very big thank you to ThriveProbiotic.com, our wonderful, amazing sponsors. Unique, fabulous, proven. Probiotics. Check them out. ThriveProbiotic.com. And make sure to follow the Thyroid Nation uh, on Facebook and all the social media platforms and check out our Hashis and Graves Facebook support group uh, where you'll find the upcoming guests and information from past guests and lots of good stuff. And as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, if you haven't already heard me talk about uh, my amazing new uh, membership website with my uh, co-founder and friend, uh, Jenny Mahar, you have to check out revolutionary and we have a new product coming out and you want to get on our email list so you don't miss it Mm-hmm. and thyroid refresh on facebook too absolutely uh-huh. yeah all right of course most importantly we always want to remind you that wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation pay attention plug in unplug and plug back in to yourself Make sure to always listen. It's just be mindful of what your body is telling you. It's unique to you. It's the smartest, the smartest diagnostician that you can possibly have. And it's innate. It's already there. You just have to listen. Go on. I'm going to get off phone and I think I'm going to go meditate, actually. Woo. Okay, guys. This is Dana. And Tiffany. Your Thyroid Nation Thrivers bringing the collective voice of Thyroid Thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Bye. See you next week. Have a wonderful week. <laughs>